Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. I like, because we said on the count of three, and then so like in my head I had to like, be like, no, counting backwards, <laughs> do it right. But like in my head I was counting up to three, but at the same time down from three. Is it, it on three it was or a mess. after three? <laughs> <laughs> on three why can't we get this uh, you know what's great uh, i love the fact that we just will randomly quote things like obscure quotes from the movie pitch perfect mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh it's great and i hope that anybody watching this is, is also fans or watching or listening to this are also fans of pitch perfect and they pick up on those jokes I just i love uh, i love those movies so much i <laughs> so uh bumper in berlin is out uh really do you know about bumper in berlin i knew that it was supposed to happen but that was like I, well it's it's out as of uh the airing of this episode i believe you're shitting me i might be because i thought it was november but it could be december pitch perfect bumper in berlin new series november 23rd so that is like so it is out days from when we are recording this which, yes, but a, but a week or so ago from when you guys are listening and watching to this episode. Oh. Yeah, Bumper Bumper in Berlin, written by Megan Amram, uh, who is the showrunner. She was, uh, uh, she's was she been a writer for a lot of great things, including uh, Parks and Rec and The Good Place and some other great things. Uh, speaking of The Good Place, Jamila Jamil is in it, your favorite. Jamila Jamil. Yeah, yeah, I love Jamila Jamil. She's great. I know you do. Yeah. Which I just learned Jamila Jamil, who was in The Good Place, she was in She-Hulk, she uh, was in this, she lives with her boyfriend and two roommates. And I think that's really interesting. Because, <laughs> like, it's one of those things where you just automatically assume that all actors are rich, right? But, like, they're not. There's a certain threshold where I begin automatically it, assuming that, but like at the pitch perfect level, I still I still don't feel that way. I still feel like most of them are like at best they've got a decent apartment on their own. Like that's like best case scenario. More likely they're probably still still rooming. They're uh, probably still rooming up. Although yeah. four like hold up with four people. Uh like, god damn it. Someone give Jamila Jamil some money because she deserves yeah. her privacy. She does. You know, her and her boyfriend deserve to live on their own and uh, and do their life. But I, I'm really excited. I, I think she's great. Uh, I'm very excited to see her 
uh, in Bumper in Berlin. But also I'm excited because, you know, I mean, Bumper wasn't my favorite character from the Pitch Perfect movies, but I'm excited for more of that universe because it's Bumper and uh, the the guy from Dust Sound Machine. Flew the Is like the two main, yeah, Flew the Borg, who are the two <laughs> uh, main characters of this show. Which So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I mean, like, give me anything with Flew the Borg and I'm going to be happy. But like that, like, if you're, if you're going to do an offshoot series with lesser characters uh you could do worse than adam divine and Flulaborg. yeah i mean great comp i mean i love adam divine anyways like he's he's been in some good movies and he's funny uh workaholics was funny you know yeah uh so i'm totally down the only bummer uh is uh utkarsh uh Umbrikar is probably a little too busy with ghosts right now to come back as as donald uh but bumper and donald as a uh, as a, a spinoff would have would, been funny as well. Would have also been really good. Yeah. Where they meet up later. I mean, I think this is, this is a good though. I like the idea of him and Das Sound Machine and hooking up in Germany <laughs> and it's him in Berlin. Yep. And I think that's pretty interesting. I think it's going to be really cool. I, I, you know, Megan Amram is one of those writers and producers that like, I trust that she's going to make a good show, uh, you know, just based on the other things that she's done. So like, you know, obviously we haven't seen it yet as of recording this because, it, you know, it comes out in like four days. Um, but, a, you know, a lot is coming out in a couple of days. So true. we've got that. We've got Wednesday on yep. uh, Netflix. The Wednesday Adams series comes out that I think that same day. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? There's a couple of other things that I think all land like right around that same day. I don't know exactly what day yet, but sometime in this coming month of December, uh, as you and I were literally just talking about, like, I am super excited for the third and final season of his dark materials to hit HBO max. Right. Uh, I have, you know, my, my subscription is currently on pause until that comes out, at which point I am going to sign up and binge that. And there's a couple other series that are uh, either like we didn't get to before we hit pause or have like, you know, new seasons or have aired since. So uh, I'm going to dig deep into that world again for a little bit before, uh, you know, maybe maybe playing a little three-card Monty with my my streaming services throughout the, the wintertime. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super, super looking forward to that. There was, uh, what, like, was on... Is the the Witcher season and Netflix uh, also coming in this December? Uh, yeah, the, the blood, uh, yeah, the blood origin, not season three, but the the blood origin the one with Michelle Yeoh, okay. the spinoff one, which is a prequel yeah. to the Witcher series. That one is in December as well. But I forgot the other one that's happening in November is the Willow series. Oh, that's right. Is November thirtieth. Uh, yep. Yeah, so the Willow series because I gotta I gotta go back and watch Willow. That'll be Disney Plus uh, right? again. That's Disney yeah, Plus. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, Willow! What a what a great show. I just I still think about the giant Willow poster I had in my bedroom uh, growing up. Yeah. And like I, I, that was one of those uh, VHS. It was it was Willow, Return of the Jedi, and Caravan of Courage mm-hmm. were the three films that I rotated like on repeat uh, when I was a kid. It was uh, the Disney Robin Hood. Secret of Nim and some uh, some old He-Man episodes for me. Yeah, uh, specifically the one where they meet Shapoopy. I mean Shakoti. Shapoopy. It's Shapoopy. It's Shakoti, you fool. Um, the <laughs> I barely remember Willow as a film. Uh, being perfectly honest, but. Uh, having that poster on my wall, it just cemented it as such an important part of my childhood that, like, now I really just can't fucking wait to see uh, how they how they handle that. Um, 
it's been it's been a really really interesting time the last we'll say five to ten years for for fantasy on on television um yeah I almost and it like I still going to the only reason I, I hesitated because I just didn't feel the emotional investment in starting like a high fantasy series, but like I almost started the Wheel of Time series last night. Um, oh, that's really good. But going back a, a few episodes, I don't remember which because November was a very jumbled month for us. Uh, you, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it happens. It's fine. Uh, where was I going? Oh, uh, if you remember a few weeks ago or last week, or maybe, I don't know, a year ago, who the fuck knows at this point, uh, I said that I would probably pick up and start watching Good Omens. Uh, we did that yeah. last night. We got, we got the first oh, couple nice. episodes done. What a fun show. Yeah. I mean, like, I love David Tennant and, uh, what's the guy's name? The other one? I cannot remember his name either. Like I, I, I know him, but I always think of him as just like... Uh, super blonde, uh, fucking Simon Pegg. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> who I always think. That's why I always think like Simon Pegg. No, but like Simon Pegg. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sheen. That's right. Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. That's he's, right. That's right. It's yeah. kind of got like if you if you took like a face swap app and combined uh, Simon Pegg and Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. That is like perfect. Uh, what what it would be because it is really freaking close uh-huh. uh, between them. Because that's I don't know what it, I mean. I know he rolls in that same sort of crew, mm-hmm. you know, like that that you know whatever that crew is. But like, I think that's why I get him mixed up. I mean, not Rowan Atkinson, but but uh, S- uh, Simon Pegg. Uh, it was it was fun to find out that John Hamm and uh, uh, Oh, drawing a blank. Nick Offerman were, were in it as well. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> when Ellen cool. saw it was it was David Tennant, John Hamm, and Nick Offerman. She's like, oh, my three favorite white guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Nick Offerman. He's uh, he's great. Yeah. But yeah, just a, a, a fun series. I, I admittedly have not read any Pratchett that I can recall. I feel like I, I must have at some point in my youth, but I don't remember for sure. So I'm going to err on the side of I probably didn't. Uh, and I recognize that's a, a hole in my my literary uh, experience, but I know enough about him to recognize a lot of his stylistic influence. Um, but uh, I think mostly it just feels very Neil Gaiman, which we've already talked about. I love Neil Gaiman. I love his storytelling, uh, and this it just it fits so well into uh, a like a completely unconnected, but in my mind loosely intertwined Neil Gaiman cinematic universe. Uh, thinking of like Stardust and Neverwhere and the you know, the Sandman, et cetera, et cetera, like all these different, you know, Coraline, uh, these different, you know, gaming properties that have made it to the screen uh, that have somehow all managed to hold on to like Neil Gaiman's personality. I, the, the, uh, Neil Gaiman having written Coraline is one of those facts that I always forget. Mm. So like I I like when I hear it I'm like I knew that but oh that's so cool I'm like I knew a that it was a thing. Uh, they might be giants. That's a, yeah. Uh, uh, so do, so fun fact about that they might be giants actually wrote the entire 
uh, soundtrack for that. I believe that. And they only ended up using that one bit because they said that everything else was too batshit insane. <laughs> I also believe that. <laughs> and I think that's really great that they only ended up using that one song, but they wrote like a bunch, like they wrote like an album's worth of songs for the movie and all the stuff. And they were like, we can't use this. Yeah. This is insane. Uh, uh, and I think that's really interesting. But yeah, he's, he's just such a great storyteller. And I mean, I, I got to imagine Terry Pratchett has been uh, famous for decades for a reason. Uh, and sure, so I've just sure. really, really enjoying uh, the, the first couple episodes. Um, speaking of things that I really enjoyed, uh, we also sat down and watched uh, Crush, finally. The, uh, the latest oh, yeah. American High film. The American High film, yeah. And uh, I know, well, it's, it is established, uh, never heard of it, Ken, and how much of a rom-com fan you are and how much yes. I really am not. Um, sure. But I have... I, I, I got to challenge that, Caleb, because the last few episodes you have mentioned rom-coms you have really enjoyed. I think you like them a lot more than you, you like to admit. I don't <laughs> care for the genre as a whole, but every now and then I find a really good story that flips some of the tropes or like plays them differently. And it's usually, honestly, it, it tends to be the the casting and the writing that, that get me like, yeah. I don't like. I'm not going to sit down and watch a rom com for the sake of watching a rom com. But uh, specifically in this case, I got to say, like, I have enjoyed every American High film that I've seen so far. I have not seen one that I didn't. And like, you know, knowing the the basic plot of this one, I was like, you know, well, like, we should sit down and we, we'll watch it. It should be fun. It was the sweetest thing. It is. And yeah. I did not expect to feel feelings, and I did, and I'm angry about. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad about feelings, <laughs> but no, it was yeah, it was very, very fun. Um, yeah, and this coming from the perspective of like, I guessed the entire plot within roughly the first scene or two. Uh, it was incredibly predictable to me, but at the same time, I loved how it played out. It like it, it maybe that's because like I wrote the movie in my head from like you know, just the like two minutes worth of information and the story they gave me was the movie I wrote in my head. <laughs> yeah. So you were like, this is exact. Yeah. I mean, you know, for the most part, that is what all rom-coms are though. Like, you know, that they end up together in the end, you know, you know, you, you can predict in then such as the case with hero films as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, the hero is going to win in the end, you know, you know, the general idea, like, you know, where films are going for the most part, most movies you watch, I would say like, I would even venture to say 90% of the movies most people watch, you know where it's going to go. You have it, even if you're like, I don't know how they're going to get there, but this is the ending of this movie, you know, and very rarely those that, that, you know, one out of 10 times, you're going to get that moment where it's not the movie, you know, something happens and it doesn't end the way you thought it did. Mm -hmm. But y you know where movies go, especially at this point. There's so many of them. It's funny because a few nights ago we were watching something, I don't remember what, and Ellen immediately started speculating. And I was just like, just shut up and watch the movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> like I know as much information as you know. And it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's this person or maybe this person. And like, you need to stop it. Uh, but then yeah. we sat down to watch this movie and I'm like, I'm calling myself out here. Uh, within the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh, I get it. Like so-and-so was the one doing the thing uh i won't, yeah. I won't spoil any details about the film because i think you should go watch it um and she's like what i was like i get it shut up and watch the movie she's like what 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I had one of those moments. Uh, I just watched a movie called The Wonder, starring Florence Pugh. Okay. Um, that's also on Hulu. Uh, great movie. The movie is Florence Pugh is a nurse in 1860s Ireland. Uh, she is sent to care after a child who uh, seemingly has not eaten in four months, but is perfectly healthy. Hmm. So she has to basically, she's sent to to investigate and watch this child for two weeks to confirm whether or not she is miraculously living without food. And that is a movie that I completely predicted. However, I will say the beginning and ending of that movie is some of the craziest and weirdest choices of a movie film that I have ever seen in my life. And I still don't understand it. The very last thing that happens in that movie, I'm just like, but who the who are you? Like wh- I don't understand why I'm watching right now, and how did what did this have anything to do with the rest of the plot? Highly recommend watching it. It is a really good story. The story plays out exactly how you think it's going to play out. Like th- there is no surprise to it. I don't think so, at least. But the beginning and the ending of this movie were so fucking weird that I was like, I still don't understand it. I still don't understand this. Why they why this was in the movie? I don't get it. Uh, Now, that being said, me being able to predict that, I just finished the series 1899 on Netflix. Okay. So, 1899 is a brand new series uh, set in 1899, uh, which was uh, created by the same people that did the series Dark. Okay, yeah. Um, So, you already know, if you know anything about the series Dark, that it is going to be an absolute bonkers plot. This was the most bonkers plot I have ever gone through ever. Uh, like every episode, I was just like, I I don't know what's going to happen. I also don't know what is happening, and I'm still unsure of what has happened, <laughs> but I love where we're going. Like, give me more. And like by the time I ended the series, it was one of those, or ended the season one, I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, great. What? But Awesome. I... So very excited about that one, uh, which also has a pyramid in it. Oh. Uh, very reminiscent of Somnium. Mm. They care. There's a character that carries around a black uh, pyramid. Interesting. Interesting. I yeah. Because uh, Dark was a German film or a series, right? German like horror sci-fi. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I I was meant to get around to watching that, and I didn't. And it, like people told me, like it's really good. Uh, and now between that and this, like. Uh, you know, add more things that I need to watch when we renew Netflix eventually. When you renew Netflix. The crazy thing about uh, 1899 is that there's like seven languages spoken very frequently throughout the film because there's a lot of different characters, a bunch of people, they're on a ship going from Europe to America, so you get a lot of different nationalities, but they're all like sort of main-ish characters. So there's like French, Spanish, Portuguese, Mandarin, English, German, and Dutch. Huh. Uh, that is spoken frequently throughout all of the all of the film. And what I loved about it is that there is a lot of moments where you have the chain of of like interpretation. Mm-hmm. So like one of the characters will say something in English, and then the person in Spanish will be like, "What the fuck did she just say?" And then someone will say like, "Say it to the French person," who will say it to the Spanish person, who will say like, "You see that happen," and then like eventually it gets down to like the per- the the Mandarin person, and you see that sort of chain. And it's really great because in the very last episode, 
there's like five of them left and they're all, you know, like, uh, or not left, but like in a room and they're all like talking and they're like, you know, one person will say something and the French person will be like, what the fuck should you just say? And then the Portuguese person will be like, what did he just say? And then the Mandarin person will be like, what is anyone saying? And I think it was really great. It was like, but it wasn't, it wasn't like comic, but at the same time I was like, this is exactly what would happen. And they never do this in movies or series. Normally everybody just sort of knows what they're saying, but it was really great because they were like, what is anybody saying? We all speak different languages. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It was really cool, but like minor plot point there, but it was just, it was really cool. That is great. And I liked it. Great series. Highly recommend. And yeah, like the, the photos and trailer and whatnot that you can find on IMDb at least, uh, cause I'm not digging too much in less, less spoilers yeah. abound. Uh, yeah. like they don't give away much, but like the visual style is really good. So like, it is really good. And, you know, uh, uh, this is my pun. It was a little dark. Oh. <laughs> no, but, uh, but truthfully, there were a few scenes where I was like, can somebody turn on a light? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, it is a little dark right now. I find it uh, interesting when you have uh, cinema like this that like, is set in a time period where like you know, electricity wasn't ubiquitous and you have scenes that are dark. And they don't overdo on the set lighting, uh, you know, which like you know, they have the ability to make the the scene perfectly light if they right. wanted to. But sometimes it plays correctly for it to be like really dark and hard to see. It it can be frustrating for the audience, but like sometimes it's the the right move. And like you got to be historically accurate. You got to be careful with how you do that, but done right, like it it can be really powerful. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of powerful, we have a brand new episode coming up this Sunday. Uh, This is my transition. It was good. So, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, Hey, hit that subscribe button and, and, you know, follow the link over to our full episodes on your podcast player of choice. There's a link down below that will uh, give you an option to choose whatever podcast player you listen to podcasts on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but our full episode this coming Sunday, we're reviewing the movie on the count of three, uh, which is a Hulu original that stars Gerard Carmichael and directed by uh, Gerard Carmichael as he's a, a comedian. Um, you've probably seen or heard his stand up. He, did also have a show on cbs for a while um which uh i didn't watch but i heard was pretty funny but it it got canceled after like two seasons Mm. so maybe it wasn't that funny Mm. i don't know uh but it had a good cast um but yeah so uh so check out that movie if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them that is your opportunity to do that i uh we will give an upfront uh kind of content warning this uh that movie does deal heavily with suicide mm-hmm. um so if that is something that is not your cup of tea if that's something you uh you as a person can't handle emotional uh the heavy emotional talk about that this is probably the episode to skip. Um, but, uh, otherwise if those sort of things, um, don't bother you, it's available streaming on Hulu. You can go ahead and, uh, give it a watch and then listen to our full review this coming Sunday, Woo. which I can say that accurately. Yeah, we're finally caught Unlike up. all of November, which was all over the place because, uh, life happens, man. But and, uh, we do episodes out of order you know and what? that's how podcasting works. You know, we, we got there eventually though. We did, and we took the long way around, as doctor, <laughs> as the doctor would say. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there it is. Uh, thanks a lot for for listening and watching, everyone. We super appreciate it. Again, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. Uh, we would super appreciate it. And as always, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest 
friendly TV watching people. And then organize a watch party and yeah. watch some of these these great films and series together. And then uh, everybody at the end hits subscribe on on the Never Heard of It podcast and everybody wins. I, if there's This is a win-win situation for everybody. 100%. That's all I'm saying. 100%. All right. Thanks a lot for watching and listening. And we will see you on Sunday.